Hey, hey, guys, you're tuning in to the Mina B podcast. It's your girl, Mina B, and I am back with yet another fun-filled episode. So, guys, where to find me at the Mina B podcast over on IG. We are streaming on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. All links are in the bio. And please, 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 if you fuck with the show, make sure to rate Rate, yes, I'm going to spell it out for you guys, R-A-T-E, rate and subscribe to the show. And on today's episode, I got a really dope guest, uh, friends of the show, but hasn't been on the show yet, but I've been on their show and all that other good stuff. Uh, If you could go ahead and introduce yourself. Hey guys, it's Kiki. Um, You might know me from Cocktails or Instagram or who knows, (laughs) but um, (laughs) hey guys, what's up? Yes, I've been trying to get Kiki on the show for some time, but you know, she's a really busy girl. (laughs) Girl. And yeah, so I'm like, okay, I gotta get her on the show to talk some shit and just Mm -hmm. talk about some of the projects that you have going on. Let them know where to find you over on IG. Um, at Kiki said so. It's K-I-K-I-S-A-I-D-S-O. And your show page as well. The show Cocktails is at Cocktails Podcast on Instagram. It's C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And then on Twitter, it's Cocktails ATL. And then on in, my Instagram and Twitter is the same. Kiki said so. Awesome. So, like, if people don't know about the show, tell them a little bit about what Cocktails is all about. So Cocktails is a sex and dating podcast. We share our experiences. I have a co-host and we have guests on sometimes, most times lately. Um, But we just kind of share our experiences. We try to learn a little bit more um, about it, share different experiences, and laugh at the mistakes that we've made. Yes, yes. And I've been on the show. And the good stuff, too. It's not all bad. Right. (laughs) And I've been on the show, and my episode was had like it had reviews. Some, some people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you on the show! I can't believe you talk about your business." I'm like, "Girl, even like business, business," because I feel like I'm a little bit boring. So <laughs> a little boring, but yeah. So mm-hmm. you have so many dope things and projects going on, and I see that Thank you're you. a skilled chef and and foodie. And if you're a foodie. Like me. I'm definitely a foodie. I'm not a chef. I wish I was, but I really don't (laughs) want to go to culinary school. So I don't like to, you know, step on actual people who have gone to school and done the work. I just have always had a love for food, to eat, cooking for my friends, for my family, and entertaining. I recently wrote a cookbook. It's called Classy Based. That's uh, classy with a K and based like B-A-S-T-E. And um, it has been a labor of love. I started working like towards the beginning of quarantine. Mm -hmm. And I just decided, you know, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. People were asking me for recipes. At first I was like, y'all are not going to buy like a book from me. So it's still available for pre-order. I was going to end the pre-order on July 31st, but um, the samples that I got back, I didn't really like. So I'm still waiting on um, the production company to ship me um, books that are quality. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I had to make some tweaks because I don't want to send out a pamphlet to you guys, you know? So that takes some time. And so as soon as I get them, I'll be shipping them out, but you can still buy them um, while it's still in pre-order. There is the books. It's 10 bucks 
for the hard copy, it is 30 and then it'll go up to 15 and 40 once um, I get the books in and pre-sale will be over. Yeah. But um, you can get them at kikisaidso.com. Um, and I really hope that you enjoy it. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of different types of food. I've got side dishes in there. I've got um I've got lots of different meat. There's seafood in there. I don't think I have any like true vegetarian dishes. That's really not my style. Sorry. I have, about it. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess you could make some of the sides. <laughs> um, but I really like Asian food. I really like Southern food. I'm a Southern girl. So a lot of the food kind of has a little Southernness to it. But I try different cuisines. And it's, it's really the things that I actually make for my friends and my family that, you know, people have said that they like. So awesome. How That's how I did that. the name for Clacky Bake? How was that? You know what? I actually did not come up with the name. One of my fathers did. So I was on one day, and this is why I love social media. One of the many reasons. I was on Instagram Live, and I was like, I just love things where it's like a titles where it's a play on words. I couldn't figure out what to name it. And literally someone, um, I forget her Instagram name, but such a sweet person. Cause she did this for no reason. And she sent it to me and she was like, please use it. I don't care. She came up with the name classy based and she like designed a cover for me and everything. Oh, just because, and she just sent it to me. And I, I did change the cover a bit from what mm-hmm. she said, but it was the base of the cover. And I was like, this is so dope. First of all, I love the name. I'm like, this is perfect. Why didn't I come right. up with that? Because I say classy based all the time. Like I'm a classy based individual, like C-L-A-S-S-Y-B-A-S-E-D. <laughs> and so she took something that I guess she's heard me say a lot. And she just helped me come up with a great name or she came up with a great name for me for this book. So I'm really anxious to get it out. I want to get it out before, you know, I launch anything mm-hmm. else. But I am working on a few other things, um, working on a new podcast, working on some different products. And so I'm like, okay, I don't want to be that person that is always like, okay, buy this, buy this, buy this, do this, do this, do this. And I haven't even finished the first right. couple of things. I so understand. once <laughs> so once um, I'm finally able to ship out the books, which has got to be at some point this month, I am going to be so happy because I'll be able to launch my next couple of Yes, projects. that's amazing. So, okay, you clearly can boil more than eggs in water. So when did, <laughs> right. when did you know that you had it down pat in the kitchen? Like you knew you could throw down and you can get it popping. Like you just knew. Um, When I would cook for other people mm-hmm. and they would ask me things like, uh, did you really make this? Um, They didn't believe me. Or if I would take pictures of my food and mm-hmm. show them, they would think like, oh, you were at a restaurant or something. I'm like, no, I really did it. And um, when people started requesting that I make certain yeah. things. So that's how I knew, okay, you might be on to I something. I up my own heart because I've been in the kitchen. I used to bake first. I started baking first, which everyone says is the hardest thing to do. But yeah. my auntie... I have my eldest aunt. She's the, old, the like she's like the grandma of the family. She used to teach me how to make cookies when I was really young. I mean, like mm. eight nine years old, like from scratch cookies. She used to make me mm-hmm. make meringues with her, and like that's how I started making cakes. So I was like the designated holiday cake person. Like 
if she wasn't around, I made all the cakes. <laughs> and then, like, I mean, cheesecake. My Some people still ask me if I make cheesecake. And I'm like, it's such a process. I'm like, no, I'm not making that shit at all. Like, to the point, yeah, it was it was quite serious. I love cooking. And I feel like cooking is, like, therapy in a lot of ways. Quarantine definitely yeah. made a nigga cook all day. <laughs> like, cooking three, four meals a day. I was, I'm a little exhausted of it right now. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> a little bit of that. I love it. I was just thinking before we got on here, do I want to eat some leftovers or do I want to get in the get, kitchen and cook something? Yeah, today today mm-hmm. was a non-cooking day because I definitely whipped up some stuff yesterday. But today I was like, nope, I'm gonna do some takeout for lunch, get a salad, and just switch it up a little bit. Yes. So of course, it wouldn't be my show if we didn't talk about the host. Um <laughs> would not make sense. So because you have this book and all the wonderful things that you guys talk about over on cocktails. When mm-hmm. is the right time to cook for your boo? Girl, when they act right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so people like look at me crazy and they're like, oh, I bet, you know, like whoever you're dating, they really love your cooking. I was like, I'm going to be cooking for these niggas. They do not deserve. I, really, I am like, so surprised about that because I really thought you were going to tell me that you cook for niggas. Like, I, no, I mean, I would if they acted right. They don't be acting right. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I'm a funny ass girl. Like, I'm funny style. Like, yeah, I'm really funny about it. Like, I will cook for my friends. When yeah. I had, when I had roommates, I cooked for my roommates, for my family. I did literally, literally did the whole Thanksgiving, like, all of it. Um, my mom probably did, like, two things, but I pretty much, like, commandeered the kitchen for the holidays. And, like, I think there's only been one time my most recent situation, which I was, it was a serious situation. I would say it was a relationship, but it was quite serious, but it was because the nigga was doing what he had to do. I really enjoyed making a meal for him. And to top it off, the nigga didn't even require it. Mm. He didn't require it. That was just me saying, you just flew into town. You had a long flight, whatever it is. Let me, Sunday, let me whip up some Sunday dinner. You you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't yeah. have to feed a man to get a ring. And I can call you, I yeah, can I mean, <laughs> you don't. I, I mean, and again, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind doing it. I just haven't in so long. Now, I, I let me. It's not that I've never cooked for a man. It's just not a regular thing. Like just because I meet you and we start dating doesn't mean I'm about to be in the kitchen slaving for you. Like that's something that we'll work up to. You know, right. um, I've cooked for guys in the past and they did enjoy it, but. I can't tell you the last time I cooked for a man that I was dating. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like the beginning of the year. Nope, not even then. Uh-uh. I think and that nigga thought he was a chef, oh. but oh. he was not. Oh. And his food was gross and he was always trying to cook for me. Or he I'd be like, Well, oh why don't you let what me cook he, for you? He, like I really liked him. What would he make? Bitch, he boiled a salad one day and I'm not playing with you. So like he had went to public and he was like, Why are you looking at it funny? This is just like that California Pizza Kitchen. I was like, first of all, I don't like California Pizza Kitchen. But he had he had went and got some non bread to use as the base for the pizza. And then he um he had some like a salad mix, tomatoes and some cheese. And I don't think there was any meat on it. Mm-hmm. It was just like all this stuff. And then a jar of Alfredo sauce, which I think is basic as fuck to be using jar Alfredo sauce. But okay. So he dumps the salad in this skillet and is cooking it. And I was like, this is not spinach, nigga. What are you doing? Oh and then he, he put the Alfredo sauce 
on the um on the naan bread and then put that boiled salad <laughs> or sauteed salad on top and then put it in the oven to bake and he really ate that and he was like you don't want any i was like no like you're actually making my stomach hurt sir and then I, oh my god that's disgusting <laughs> It is. I was just like, what is he doing? He's like, I just like to try different things, like, you know, on Chopped. <laughs> I swear oh, that man was so crazy. I and oh, I, no. I definitely outgrew him. What? And um, I used to have fun with him. Like we dated years ago and then we started dating again mm-hmm. at the beginning or well, the end of last year. So um, I just kept feeling like, what did I ever see in you? Like, I must have been really fucked up every time I was around you because, <laughs> my God, it's been years and only one of us has matured and you're 10 years older than me. Oh, no. This is ridiculous. But, you know, it, it, he made for some good stories, definitely delivered uh, as far as inspiration for content on cocktails. Okay. That's for damn sure. Hello. Listen, yeah, it, sometimes they just end up being on the show because they just do dumb shit or we do dumb shit and it just it just ha- it happens. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, for me, I feel like if I cook dinner on Sunday or Monday and we just ha- it like it sometimes it just like you just if dating me, you know, when I'm gonna cook, like you kind of know. So if you mm-hmm. come to the house and there's food there, yes, I've, I've, besides that guy, my last situation, I haven't intentionally cooked for a dude. Like, I think maybe like, a, I want to say about a month ago, guy that I talked to, I wouldn't even take it far and say it's serious, talked to, he had asked me, oh, what you, what you cooking for us on Sunday? I was like, I was like, hmm? cooking for us? I was like, actually, I am making food for a couple of days if you'd like some you can have and he was just like well what are you cooking I was like no 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 no. whatever I'm cooking is what I'm cooking <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying like <laughs> ain't no yeah. request over here I'm not I'm not for the shit and it's so crazy because like you know you kind of d- date these guys that you know kind of sort of got their shit together kind of got a couple of dollars kind of got a little status or a good career and they really be thinking like you about to be in the kitchen slaving for them or like, do you cook? Yeah, I cook. Oh, so, you know, when are you going to cook for me? No, baby. It, it take a lot. It take a whole lot for me to cook for you. If, like I said, you just happen to come by or you, it's Sunday and I happen to make something, ain't no request. It's what I made. That's it. Okay? <laughs> that is it. Like, you got to be paying some bills in this house and a little bit more than the Georgia Power. I don't play that shit at all. And my homegirl debated me. We had a big debate about this. She's just like, I don't see what the big deal is. If you make food or if you're going to have him come over, why not put something to cook? And I'm like, she said, it's just food. I said, these niggas need to starve. Oh, my God. Now, I mean, if I was inviting somebody over, I guess it depends on the time and whatever, if I would cook for them. If I'm hungry and I'm going to cook too, sure, you can partake. I've invited you to my house, but I'm not going to, I don't see myself being like, oh, come over. I'm going to cook for you. And this is our second day. Hell no. Hell no. If you just have, again, if you happen to swing through or you know the tea and you're not picky, yeah, you can get a plate. That ain't a problem. Like, it's okay. But other than that, like, if it's just some cool shit, it may it could be a Netflix and chill date three, four, maybe four or five, not three or four, four or five. And mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with you. You can eat some of my snacks in the pantry. 
I just feel like it's so much work when I'm in the right. kitchen because I'm not like making basic shit. So I just want to know that um, you can truly appreciate it. And right. I should be in the kitchen doing all of this. I'm not making spaghetti. Right. But I, but whenever I do do it, even I mean, mainly it's for my friends, but. When I do cook for my friends and they come over, I really do enjoy the process. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work, but I like it. I like, I like, I like when I'm hosting. When I'm hosting, I did like a little Christmas because like most of us didn't go home this year. So I was like, all right, mm-hmm. girls, just bring the liquor and I'm going to take care of everything. Literally, like I did Christmas cookies, I did baked ziti, wings, salad. Like we just had like a nice little feast and just got up in there, got drunk. I was like, okay, take all that food home. Take it with you. Take it with you because I'm not about to eat this. I'm not about to eat this. I'm not getting away. <laughs> like, But you know what? I ain't got no man right now. So maybe I need to like switch it up and try <laughs> try that approach. Again, and that's why I said, you know, I didn't mind when he said, what, what you cooking for me? It wasn't what you cooking for me, nigga. I'm making this. I, and, and this is what I made. I made fried rice and I wanted to do sweet and sour chicken. So I did, I had got some sweet and sour sauce and I decided my fried rice is A1. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. Fry egg, put it in it, do my little thing. And it's, it is time consuming because I'm like, you got to boil your rice. You got to fry your rice. You got to do soy sauce, sesame sauce. It's a lot of layers to it. And then do your sesame chicken. And I kind of toast my sesame chicken in the oven after I take it off the fire. So it's just like a process. But Mm-hmm. I like it. I have. I feel like I'm a little Asian sometimes. So he was like, "Damn, that food was good. That food was good, girl." Went back for seconds, and that's fine. But it wasn't like, "Oh, I'm making you something specific," or "Come over and get some." Now, nah, fuck that. We like, again, bills got to be paid, man. You got to be doing a little bit more, <laughs> a little bit more, because I feel like men take you for granted when you start doing that shit. They do. Time. They absolutely do. And I'm I'm not trying to be somebody's personal chef or anything like that. I guess that's another reason I kind of like wait. Because you're not about to just be coming over here eating and leaving. <laughs> I agree with that as well. <laughs> and I mean, there's you can roll out of bed in the morning. If you don't want a smoothie, I don't know what to tell you. Because it ain't pancakes and eggs over here. I do that shit about once a week. And again, if you happen to be here... You might get that that breakfast. If not, I don't really be making breakfast. But you know what? I've noticed a lot of these men lately, they've been trying to do that sort of thing for me. Like um earlier in quarantine, the beginning of quarantine, I was over at my little fuck buddy's house. Yes. And so I went over, I stayed the night, and when I woke up, he had brought me breakfast in bed. I said, see, this is what I'm talking yes. about. And a lot of them like to try and cook for me. Um or they'll say, like, they want to take me out. So it's not too often that anybody is trying me like that. Thank God. But right. it's also not too often that anybody is even saying shit to me. I don't want y'all to think, like, there's a whole bunch of niggas just knocking down the door. I wish it was. My phone's a little dry right now, friend. It's okay. I understand. Girl, so fucking dry. Like, what the fuck? And it's summertime. But I do think quarantine and, like, COVID and all that stuff is just kind of, like, healing. It's kind of like... I no, it's like I've mixed reviews about it. It's like it's like it's been good for communication, but it's been kind of like trash for dating because it's like, eh, eh, eh. yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna meet anybody at the rate I'm going. <laughs> I'm sad about it. Can you tell by my voice? <laughs> you sounded a little down, friend. You sounded a little down. Definitely. I mean, how down has, about how, it, but... how has like dating been over the past couple of months that we've been home? Like, how have you feel felt about? I like, haven't dated. 
No. I ain't been on no damn dates. I, I'm not playing. I ain't been on no dates. Ain't nobody really been shooting a shot like that. I mean, it's just depressing. I'm like, do people think I got a man? I need to make an announcement. Hey, reminder, friendly reminder, a bitch is still single. Oh. Just in case. If you heard it here first on the Mina B podcast, Kiki is single. I'm ready to mingle. I'm very single, and I think that I had a I had a moment last weekend. So on my previous episode, I kind of told I told the 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 Mina B the Mina B crew. This is what I call my listeners. I told the crew like, "Hey, y'all. So a bitch got laid off. It's cool. I'm okay with it. You know. So." And I've been kind of ripping and running like the whole month of June. Well, June was a horrible month just because of like everything that was going on with protesting Mm -hmm. and all the drama and the uprising. And then it's my birthday month and all this shit happens during my birthday month. It was terrible. And then, but, but at the same time, it's been a blessing in disguise because I've been wanting to get out of corporate America for like two years. And I've just haven't, I just couldn't figure out how to do it. You know, you want to make sure you have the, the, the salary that you're used to because you live a certain lifestyle. Like, you you know, you want to make sure your shit is straight and good, but I haven't, I haven't wanted for anything. I've been really, really blessed throughout the whole process. So I'm just like, all right, you know what? Now I can embark on more things, the things that I really, really need to do in my life and the, and the projects that I've been putting off and starting and stopping and all of that. Like I actually could put some effort into those things now that I have this time. So you know, in, in in saying that, I was like, during quarantine, I wasn't talking to nobody. Like, you know, a little chat here and there, but I wasn't really seeing anybody until, like, June-ish or trying to, like, you know, answer DMs back and shit. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been weird. It's been weirder because even still, like, during quarantine, what are they going to do? Come over? Like, it's just, it's <laughs> not, Yeah. I mean, niggas been over, but we're not dating. <laughs> um, I definitely got some. I have not had a sexless quarantine. It just ain't been no actual dating going on. Um, I was dating somebody at the beginning of the year, but we broke up like uh, towards the beginning of the quarantine period. Like Maybe like right before. I felt like you were dating somebody. This last summer? summer? Last summer? Like towards the end of last the Last summer? Yeah. Like at the end of the summer, like August, September, I swear to God, he was because I don't know. We hung out and I thought she was talking to somebody. You might have thought I was talking to somebody and I was really just talking about fucking somebody. No, a lot of times I, I think swear. people get that confused with me. I swear. It was like, I think it was like new. I thought it was new. Um, I mean, I had probably gone on a couple dates, but I wasn't really talking to anybody. That was around my birthday. Like, my birthday's in September. So I'm trying to think, like, August, September, who I was talking to? Nobody. I was fucking this nigga. Okay, there you go. Uh, (laughs) So, I don't know. And, I mean, we hung out. I liked him. He was cool, but it didn't really turn into anything. Now, I guess we did go on a couple of dates, but it wasn't, like, a regular thing. Gotcha. Unfortunately. Girl. Such a nice young man. Nice young man, but just and that's the one who'll be making me breakfast. Oh, come, on, come on, breakfast. Come on. But it's so mm-hmm. funny. So I'm going through like the motions and this transition in my life. I got time on my hands and I've just been right. like, doing shit, like trying to get stuff done, trying to get this little project off the ground. Like, and last week I had a drama, thought something was in my eye. So funny. Oh, no. Hilarious. Thought something was in my eye, bitch. Did not have nothing in my eye. Had a whole scratch cornea. 
Oh no. And I had it like hit me. So that happened Thursday. Went to urgent care early Friday morning. I went to Wildstar like seven in the morning. So I was out of bitch. I was out of commission up until like Monday. So from like Thursday to Monday, Tuesday I really got my. I, Tuesday I got it back. I was Tuesday I was back to normal and actually actually had a follow up on the Tuesday. And he was like, "Oh yeah, your eyes healed. You're good." Like you, God, I didn't watch TV, no nothing. So you know, mm. the little guy that I've been talking to, you know, we talk all the time, and you know, sex has been very decent. Like we talk all the time. Like our communication has been excellent. So I don't know if maybe like you know the mind starts racing. I don't know if somebody else was in the picture or not. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't put nothing past dudes. But he was just so super like insensitive. I was like, wow, like the whole Saturday you knew that this shit happened to me, and I had a fucking patch on my eye. I had to go get it removed, and they had to like make sure like it was healing. And you know, I'm on drop mm-hmm. for hours. Like you didn't even say boo boo to fool. Do you need like something? Can't like it's just like that's rude. It was like it was like when like shit hit the fan or something quote unquote got real. It was like crickets, mm. crickets. The nigga thought he was sick. Didn't feel like he had the Rona or nothing like that. But he you know had you know he was feeling a little weak. He was feeling. I was like you know you just gotta give it twenty four hours. You need some liquid. You were drinking all weekend, hanging out. Gotta do it to you. You know right now is not the time to fuck with your immune system at all. Right now is not the time. Mm-hmm. So I remember telling him like you know. I'll pop over, I'll bring you some soup or whatever, because you need some herbs or whatever. And I make sea moss for myself. So I was like, you know what? Maybe you need to like double down on some sea moss throughout for a couple of days, like really, really get your immune system back in into shape. And um he was like, I don't wanna, I don't want you to come by if just in case I do have some shit or whatever. So I was like, all right, give yourself mm-hmm. 24 hours, feed your cold or whatever it is that you have going on just to see what the symptoms are after that, right? And I mean you have to be extra sensitive towards situations like this right now because you just don't know who got a cold, the flu, or fucking the Rona. Right. So that's just me being the person that I am. And I'm like, damn, crickets. <coughs> I'm over here driving Jesus. around with, with one eyeball. Like, what the fuck? Like, it was so crazy <laughs> to me. Like, I really had that epiphany. I was like, wow, like, these niggas are really trash. Really, really I fucking mean, trash. Yeah, a lot of them are. I was like, wow. This is why I stay single for most of them. For the most part, I stay single. Because it's just like, I don't know. So I, so I, I, I just wonder how they're raised or who raised them. Or did they get raised by wolves? It's like the streets. The streets. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. I had that epiphany last week. And I was like, bitch, you really buy? You really single. Like, you single, single. Like, <laughs> you was out here with one eye for like 24 hours. 24 mm-hmm. hours. Like, bitch. Yeah. So that's that on that. So now... I'm like, damn, I don't think that cooking thing or sharing food, I don't think I'll be doing that for a while. I get it. He ruined it for everybody. <laughs> he ruined it for everybody. I don't care what my homegirl say. Oh, just cook the food. Give it to them. It's not a big deal. Like, who cares? Like, no. Cook it then. Huh? I, I said, well, you cook it then. The friends. Right. Why don't you come over and cook for the both of us? I just like everybody. It's... it's it's only fair that you choose what your limits are and what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Absolutely. And that's it. Absolutely. It's your life. Like it may not be a big deal to you. And you think that because that's what works for you. That doesn't mean it's going to work for me. And I'm very big on boundaries. I, I, I decided in 2020 that what I wanted to do in every aspect, whether it was work, whether it was personal, family, relationships, dating, 
is to really, 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 really be firm on my boundaries, like mm-hmm. super firm. And I'm like, when I tell you I ain't taking, I'm not taking no shit. I'm not arguing with y'all. I'm not like nothing. Like even the other day, just from that situation, um, I had asked him if he was okay. Cause we were so used to talking to each other. So I asked him if he was alive, didn't hear from him for a little, <laughs> maybe like 24 hours. I didn't hear from him, which wasn't a big deal, but it was kind of weird or whatever. Cause I'm like, it's Monday and the guy ain't heard from you. Like what kind of shit are you on? And he was just like, I was like, I was like, are you alive? Are you good? That was Sunday. He says to me, yeah, I am stranger. I was like, how am I being a stranger when I've been at home with one eye healing an eye? I was like, make it make sense or whatever. And he like made some crash joke about the whole eye thing. Of course, typical black man minimalizing our pain, our hurt, because we're so strong. We're supposed to be so strong. We're just supposed to get over everything. And it was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm like, wow. I was like, you know, you're insensitive. You being that insensitive is so attractive on you. And he was like, oh, I'm joking. (laughs) I'm joking. I'm J slash K, LOL. I was just joking. I didn't respond. And he has not said anything to me since. Nothing. Well, fuck him. And it's just like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's it. Like, there's no coming. Like, it's it's something so super small. And there's no coming back from that because you lack the humanity and you lack the sense of, you know, just being normal. Just not like being weird. Like, you done made a weird joke. Okay, pick up the phone. Like you normally would. You pick up the phone for some pussy. You would pick up the phone at where you at. But you can't pick up the phone to say, hey, my bad about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Girl. Boundaries. Famous. I, I ain't saying nothing. I done went on another date this week. I ain't got time to fuck <laughs> niggas, man. So where do you go on dates in the middle of the of a pandemic? I mean. Where you be at? I mean, well, the one we went to, we me and this dude, we had went to a hookah lounge like our first date. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where else have I gone? Botanico, which is like a, it's right by Blue. It's a uh, Mexican spot that is super fucking cute, but it's like outdoors. It's like a, it's like a rooftop actually. Um, mm-hmm. Went to that, and then <laughs> went to Pond City Market with another guy, which I had so much fun with. And then, but me and him. We fucked around and ended up in Red Martini. And it did, like, I was just like, I cannot believe I'm in the club. Like, I didn't mean to be in the club. It just happened that way. Like, it just, like, yeah. It, it was just like, let's stop in there and have a drink. But then, you know, at some, at like 12, 1 o'clock, it starts popping off on a Monday. And I didn't know mm-hmm. because I'm used to being asleep at this time. I'm usually waking up early for my job. So having this free time just kind of like, let me explore Atlanta a little bit on the weeknights. And it's been kind of cool. Like, kind of cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, after I went to um, Red Martini that one night, I was like, oh, my God, I can't do that shit. So i just been, like, <laughs> restaurants where, you know, they got a little patio or just stop by, eat, and kind of dip out. Nothing too crazy. I'm not going to yeah. Eastwood. I'm not doing none of that fucking shit because over there, <laughs> packed. Like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything that it has too many people. Like, I'm really, really trying to be cognizant of that yeah yeah i feel you you could do a little taco tuesday you could do a little sushi go to botanico you know there's a, there's 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 ways to get around all the shit that we got going on <laughs> somebody needs to invite me first <laughs> no exactly and honestly speaking like niggas be like oh what you doing i'm like nothing i'm just trying to chill all right let's go do something all right cool like you know what i mean and that's literally how it happens just like yeah 
Because I think, like, a couple of days a week, like, you're home and you're working and you're doing stuff. And then it's just like, nah, I got to get the fuck. Like, I got to I gotta go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because, like, literally, we were in the house from, like, March 13th to, like, Memorial Day. We, like, Memorial Weekend. I didn't go nowhere. I didn't go nowhere. I haven't been anywhere. Well, I'll take that back. I did go home to Texas. Um, I have flown a few times. I went home to Texas and stayed out there um, last month. Mm-hmm. Spent some time with my family. My cousin graduated. So it was really good to be around them and see them and everything. Um, but yeah, I've just been in the house. Yeah, I've been in the house. Like, I wouldn't say I'm out every day, but I do go out like maybe once a week or like twice a week. Um, I went to Florida. My mom lives in Jacksonville, so I took the drive down. And when I was mm-hmm. in Jacksonville, I never left her community at all. Like, I literally went to the pool, came back. Like, I did nothing. Because, I mean, what the fuck is there to do in Jacksonville anyway? But, right. Um, other than that, yeah. Like, it's just been kind of quiet, not doing too, too much. I think Red Martini was the highlight of my summer in, like, going to uh, my birthday. We did my birthday at um, Pasha. That was fun. I haven't been there. Oh, we gotta go. I'm I'm itching to go. Like I'm. Looking I don't for- know when I'm going to a place like that now. I'm looking for <laughs> I'm looking for a reason to go again. Like, oh, that shit was. Stuff. It's cool. Like, I think people go there casually, but like, you know, it was my birthday, so we were dressed up. We were cute. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we had a great time. We had a great time. At first, I was just like, I felt like I was in, like, a little European hideaway. Like, it was cute. It was really cute. I liked it. Okay, I liked it. I definitely definitely recommend it. Definitely recommend it. So let's get into this WAP. <laughs> let's get into this WAP, this Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion as they teach us about what, what pussy is, okay? Now, everybody's talking about the song and the song. I love it. I, I am obsessed. Like, I went to sleep early the other night. Was it Thursday? So it dropped Friday at, mid- at midnight. So I was knocked the fuck out. And I woke mm-hmm. up maybe like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I went to sleep so early. So I'm up at like six in the morning. And I'm seeing like the stills on Instagram. I was like, uh-uh. So I had to ask my Alexa to play it. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot believe this is the first thing I'm listening to in the morning. Listen to the song first, just to make sure I can get a good assessment. And then I watched mm-hmm. the video. I was like, oh my. I ran the video back three times. I did it the opposite. I watched... The video first, and then I listened to the song because Cardi B was like, you know, the video is gonna be fire, but it's censored heavily. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, well, let me see what these visuals hitting for. But then once I heard what they were saying, I was like, oh, I love, I love it. it. I loved it. The bitch says, I don't cook, I don't clean, but I got this ring, bitch. Yes, yes, a lot. So, you know, <laughs> real. I wouldn't say real niggas ain't requiring you to cook, but a nigga with a coin is not requiring you to cook. So sorry. I mean, so sorry to tell you. I think it's, and then it's like, if you do want to cook, I mean, if you, if a man does want a woman who's going to cook, I just hate when they be trying to like force you into being that person. Yeah. Or like anybody that goes for the men and the women. This isn't you. If this isn't something that interests you, that you're willing to do, we just not a match. Move on. Stop trying to force me to be something that. And I think that that is because I'm not to him either. Exactly. Boundary. Boundaries. It's about knowing your boundaries, and it's about creating that space. Like, all right, boom. Like, this does not work for me. I'm not fucking with it. I tell my homegirl all the time. I have a homegirl that is such a sweetheart, and she, you know, just one of those hopeless romantics. Like, she want to be in love so bad. But I tell her all the time, you can't force shit. 
You can't force these niggas to do anything that they don't want to do. Just like they, you don't want to go over to his house or you're not trying to like sleep with him quick or like whatever that, you know, communication is. It's the mm-hmm. same. Create those boundaries and don't, and also stop fucking with niggas that you don't like. Yeah. That's just silly. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do it? Love, love. Okay, not like, but I would say like not attracted to. Like I loved his personality, but what I wasn't like a hundred and fifty-five percent like attracted to the nigga. Like you know, when you wake up in the morning, you look at the nigga, you roll over, you're like, damn. Mm. No, it was not like that. Like it was just like, okay, let's just get out the bed. Let me just get out the bed and go start doing some shit because. I can't believe that that kind of dick is on that man. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. No, for real. Don't oh my gosh. You gotta be for real, for real attractive. Fuck being attracted to a personality. A personality is just like, it gotta be a package. If it's not a package, it's not worth your time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind if somebody is not that physically attractive. I mean, I don't want them to look like Quasimodo. Right, right, right. But like that, but not. Because sometimes the personality can um, outweigh the lack of looks. Like somebody can kind of grow on you. Yeah. At least for me. It, it happened. I did it. I think I've done it. I've done it approximately like three times in all my 30 plus years. And I don't think, I think every time I've done it, I felt like an asshole doing it. Like it just, they did either did something that just like, oh nigga, you couldn't even fucking get me if you didn't, you know, like you could never even, you could could have never, you know what I mean? It's like a slap in the face. Ugh. (laughs) You still mad. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm still mad about it. I mean, it is worse when somebody's not even attractive and they play you or whatever. And they play you or do some fuck shit. Like, uh uh-uh. But anyway, I'm totally off topic. But <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter of like with this whole shit with Cardi. It's just like I was like, I'm loving what she's talking about. I'm loving what Megan's talking about. I don't think it's like so deep. And you know, the influencers and all the bloggers, they're all talking about the video. Some people love it. Some people don't. The pick me's are like, oh my god, no. Like, how many times are we gonna see onesies and body uh, body suits on the screen? How many times are we gonna talk about our pussies? And like, verbatim, got into an argument. We're gonna talk about it all the time. We're gonna talk about it all, exactly. But I don't see what the big deal is. Like, n- rappers, men, male rappers, can talk about drugs. They can talk about killing. They can talk about the the you know they're misogynistic. They're talking crazy about suck my dick. Fuck me down, mm-hmm. fuck my man's, like run a train, like all kind of crazy shit. Talking about drugs, talking about shooting and killings, but we can't talk about the power of the pussy. We can't talk about fucking our man. Cardi's married. Megan, Megan's whole mo, like her, not her whole. I wouldn't say her whole, whole mo, but she's a very sexual person. And these are the children birthed from the little Kims and the Foxy Browns, which was two rappers that were put out in the front on the front lines. Like, all right. We need a we need a rapper that we, we need you to be sexy. We need y'all to talk that shit. We need to talk y'all to talk that raw. So why it just amazes me that we're still having this conversation like, oh, it's not, it's not 
it, it's, it's getting redundant. people always it's like once you see women owning their sexuality and having a good time and having fun mm-hmm. and not worrying about all of these fake morals that she try to stuff down our throats it's like niggas just want to come and ruin the fun and the girls who think that they're better than want to oh. try and ruin the fun too listen it's music if you don't like the song if you don't like what's being said don't consume it you have a choice yeah, you don't have to change the channel turn it off you know whatever i just but don't get it i don't i just don't understand it at all and it's just like and i really and i, I like the features that she did she did she had um you know appearances by mulatto sukiana i don't know if mm-hmm. I did her, her name right ruby rose she had two singers um normani and rosalia who is a latin artist like I mean, I'm not into Latin music at all, but I mm-hmm. heard some of her songs. I'm like, oh my God, this is dope. You know, so that was dope. And they were like, oh my God, she should have had somebody else. Why didn't she have Saweetie in there? Why didn't she have somebody else? And then Kylie Jenner makes an appearance and, you know, the song slows down. If you guys have not seen the video already, the song slows down and you see, you know, um, Kylie make her cameo. I like the fact that Kylie was in the video. It didn't bother me one bit. I just didn't get why she was there. I'm like, I didn't. It just seemed very random. These other girls are rappers and singers. Yeah. So I I liked it. I think that she's friends with Megan. She's friends with Cardi. It was random. It was like you you didn't know whose body that was, and then boom, it's Kylie. Like I kind of liked it. I Mm -hmm. thought it was funny. Do I think maybe somebody else could have did it? Maybe they could have surprised us with a body shot from the back, and it had been Little Kim. That'd have been dope. Mm, I don't know if I want to see Lil' Kim in the video, to be honest. <laughs> I'm good ah, on seeing her. And if Cardi and Nikki could have got along, what if fucking Nikki had made an appearance with the baby bump? Like, I mean, oh, God. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God, Kylie. They're like, you know, the, the and I, I talk about the Kardashians to a degree of, yes, they have appropriated. Yes, they have. Yes, are they fucking toxic as fuck? Yes, they have. But have they maintained a, a career in a, a fucking, like, em- enterprise? Not fu- fucking empire. Like, enterprises individually, all of them. Like, I'm not mad at the business scale. I'm not mad. Like, I'm not mad mm-hmm. at it at all. I never thought in a million years I would want to fucking order skims. And, bitch, I got my shopping cart full right now. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't bought any. I've um I have bought um I didn't buy the skims, but I heard that they're really good. I mean, I don't personally have a huge issue with them. I didn't see why she needed to be in the video. I mean, sure, it will get them it will drive traffic. Um, it'll give us something to talk about and everything. I mean, and it's and it's also like it's their video, do what you want. I just thought it was totally random. It was random. It definitely was random definitely was random but it's just been so much mm-hmm. so there was a tweet that circulated and I got into a little a little uproar on my Instagram on my personal IG so um the hold on I'm gonna tell you the tweet let me pull it up real quick so and I, I just I hated this because my last episode was about Megan and just kind of like protecting black women it's been a lot of protecting black women around here over at the Me to Be podcast because just of the things that's been going on in our current events and in our news. And I just see there's a lot of lack where black women are concerned when we are the most educated, we are the mo- most 
uncelebrated, but we're the most educated. We own the most, you know, businesses and all of that stuff. Like, it's just amazing to me how we get shitted on constantly. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with the whole Cardi B and Megan video, we, you know, are kind of getting a little backlash again. So this fucking turd says, you know, you know what, what that wet pussy got Cardi and Meg cheated on and shot. Sheesh. Who said that? It was a random tweet that um, has been circulating on on the IG. And um, a homeboy of mine had posted it. So he felt a little attacked because I screenshotted it and I decided to have the said conversation about it. So basically, in a nutshell, I was just saying, like, first of all, who raised you? Why is that okay to mention? Fuck the cheating part. Why is that okay to mention, oh, it got her shot? We don't know the story. Mm -hmm to to at length we don't know the story and then on top of that you're sitting here making it seem okay for a black woman who's a superstar no matter what fuck it no matter what walk of her life life that she walks you're making it okay saying that the violence on her was okay like she deserved it it was like aha that's what you get for twerking and popping your pussy Mm-hmm. That's that's a part of the conversation that is so problematic to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why, like the whole Meg getting shot um, situation. All these people who are making all of these jokes about it—that's not funny to me. It's not funny at all. At all, that's it's funny. never funny to me when somebody is hurts a woman and they can say whatever they want to say about getting cheated on and stuff like that like let's not act like men just cheat when a woman does something wrong or something like that that is not always a situation where somebody is like they deserved that treatment I don't think anybody deserves it honestly um so I just think it's like dumb as hell to make jokes like that and then for your friend to feel attacked you shouldn't have posted it Right. And, Just and like I he posted his fe- feelings, maybe you felt attacked, felt attacked as a woman. I had took it from his page. I was like, first of all, I'm not upset at you. It's not about what you, that you posted it. Fuck the fact that you posted it. I expect niggas to post it. A nigga, I expect you to post it. It is what it is because y'all niggas don't think. But y- y- y'all don't get paid to think. That's that's most of the problem. But the problem is it's a bigger p- picture of Black women have to be this. They have to be, we have to be strong, but we also have to hold it down. We got to pay our own bills. We got to raise y'all kids, be baby mamas, but not want nothing back, not want luxury, not deserve luxury. And most importantly, if we even slightly talk about our sexuality, how comfortable we are in our sexuality, how comfortable we are in our skin, how comfortable we are in general, it's a problem. It's like, oh, well, this is why that happened to you. And this is why you can't have shit. Oh, you want to pop your pussy? Oh, you want to be a city girl? Like, it's just so negative. And it's just like, a lot of y'all act like future and we we don't talk about y'all. Right. Let's start there. Like, we track him, but it's just like, y'all niggas don't do a lot of shit. We could go, we could sit here all day. That'd be a three-part episode of what y'all don't fucking do and what y'all fucking deserve. And that's Mm -hmm. just a lack of protection on the queens in our community it's like damn y'all don't y'all don't give a fuck they don't mm-hmm. i mean not everybody but you know a lot of people don't, a, majo- don't a majority of a majority of so he was like damn i kind of feel attacked and i was just like 
why do you feel you feel attacked because you know it's not right but he was like but what about the other girls that say that this is too much yes there's a lot of women that are not comfortable in their sexuality they're not comfortable with seeing it in their face because maybe they're religious or maybe they just are not comfortable a lot of women are walking around super insecure and miserable and Mm -hmm. and then some people just prefer not right with other people and keep it private and i think that's fine too right it's like each his own i understand both sides of the mm-hmm. spectrum you know and it's he was like but do you think you're taking it personal i said i'm not taking it personal there's a bigger conversation here about how black men treat black women especially when we are open and honest and you know sexual or whatever it is it's always a problem and it should not be it should be to each his own let's move on not oh that's why you got shot you deserved it Yeah. And he, he got super quiet. He ain't said shit. Y- yeah, y'all think this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Y'all are dead fucking wrong. Like, that's just not cool. That's not justifiable. There's nothing to justify violence against a woman under any circumstances. None. Right. It really is. I don't care. I like the WAP. I don't be talking about that shit. I mean, playing that shit. I'm, listen, I might fuck to it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. That's just how I feel about that. I just I love, love it. it. It's just so dope and the colors and normani dancing i was just like come on now come on normani give me life come on beyonce jr give me life because i definitely feel like she's beyonce jr i think that who's beyonce jr oh you know i'm really not familiar with her music and her songs are random like i wouldn't say they're random it's just like i think they're more pop culture or whatever Mm -hmm. like she had some song with Khaled that was dope I forget the damn song. But anyway, like she's more pop, but I feel like when that whenever she gets a good project that's gonna like hit, it's gonna it'll hit it'll hit for her. I see it for her in the future. Maybe not right mm-hmm. now, because you know Queen Bee is still on the, you know, <laughs> Queen Bee's hitting us with that black is king and you know it is what it I is. I love that. I have not that watched was it. That was just yet. so amazing. I you have it? Nope. You I need to watch it. it when we get off of here. <laughs> right away yes like do not delay you need to watch it it is so beautiful i promised myself that i was going to sit down and watch it when i had absolutely nothing to do like i just need to sit down have a glass of wine get a snack and just sit down and indulge in it or whatever i like i just yeah i love i love what b's doing and i love the visuals Mm -hmm. all of that stuff it was so gorgeous i was just like oh my god i know when i sit down i'm gonna be i might run it back a couple of times i might have to run it back because everyone keeps telling me it's so good. And I'm a beehive. I'm a beehive person. I don't care what nobody says. They're like, so what is the, what's the thing about her? Um, basically, they were saying like B is like trying to, I guess like it's, it's like praying to the African ancestors and Oshun and all of that stuff. And they're saying it's demonic. But in African culture, there's like, it's not. Who demonic. said it was demonic? Some, a lot of people have been saying that the stuff that she's doing is demonic. And I'm just like, well, in African I didn't get that from that. Um, the movie you. is like a it's a Lion King esque story, okay. um, with people, and I just felt like she's celebrating Africa and all of the beauty that comes from there, right? And, and people are annoying. You need like to follow new people. She can't do nothing. <laughs> I feel like she can't do nothing to please no fucking body. Like it just be too much. And then they were like, oh, it's just like, there's a lot of Christians that don't know the dynamics of spirituality outside of Christianity, outside of the Bible, outside of 
like Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I was raised in the church. I was raised Catholic at that. Mm-hmm. And as I got older, I kind of went into non-denom and my own walk with Christianity or whatever. And also in sp- with spirituality, like it is what it is. So it's just like, I just find it so funny. The two do intertwine and somebody had brought up a really, really good point. I had posted it the other day. I wish I'd saved it. Basically they were saying, is in the like book of Psalms, like chance. And I was like, yo, that is so crazy because my grandmother, who's a very spiritual lady, God rest her soul, always told me when you have something going on, there's a Psalm for it. So I was just like, what's the difference? And so basically they were discussing the parallels between, you know, African spirituality. Also, that's a religion that we don't really know of because it was stripped from us versus the things that we learn in the Bible, chants, Psalms, scriptures um night vigils when we go to a night vigil or you go to an easter vigil like that's all that that's the same thing it's all the same thing and tied into so many different ways but everybody wants to separate it and make it negative and nasty Mm ma'am beyonce is to the culture okay and again if you don't like it and you have a problem with it don't watch it there is nothing demonic about the video thank you I'm glad that y'all heard it here if y'all haven't seen it already because some of y'all won't watch it because y'all are just such B-haters. Like, oh, grow up. I don't like to keep those type of people in my life. Right. She's the only one that's doing something. She's the closest thing that we, that a lot of the the Generation X kids have to like a Michael Jackson. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. who who else is there? I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) But Exactly. Ain't nobody. I don't think there's nobody, man. I don't think there's nobody else. And we can't say Lady Gaga because she ain't really been doing shit. So, like, who who do we have? Oh, no. Who do we have? Mm-mm. Okay. Who do we have? B is everything, and I don't care what y'all say. Stop talking about my sis, okay? <laughs> y'all gonna stop talking about my sis. But, yeah, girl, I think we talked about so much. <laughs> yeah. So, so happy that you said yes to come on the show to talk a little thanks for having me yes um let them know again where to find you i'm also going to put everything in the description box so y'all could find um kiki's new book the cookbook and her podcast and everything kiki said so so go ahead yeah so um you can follow me on twitter and instagram at kiki said so it's k-i-k-i-s-a-i-d-s-o there's a link in my um everything that I have, the cookbook, cocktails, all those links. Um, There's also a link to the cocktails Instagram. So you can just, if you just head over to my page, you can see everything from there. I hope that you guys check it out. Um, If you're interested in getting in the kitchen, I hope that you will pre-order my book. Or even if you want to wait until it comes out, see some reviews, then uh, yeah, that'll be dope. Yes. Thank you again so much, Kiki. Appreciate you. And y'all You're know, welcome. yes, y'all know where to find me at the Mina B podcast on IG. And for all inquiries and advice, make sure to shoot me a quick email, askminab at gmail.com. Be sure to rate and subscribe. And yeah, we're out. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.